This episode is brought to you by the Jarrett first produced movie, Apache Junction. It stars Thomas Jane, Scout Taylor Compton, Stuart Townsend, Dave Weasel. What? That's right. I'm in that movie. I do background work in it. Even though I was the office pig, I had to do three different characters because COVID had to do background work. That shit sucks. I was three different guys in that. I think I was the uh, sexy marshal. I was the sexy looter. And I was the sexy town drunk. Even though that was off camera. I was just the town drunk of Joshua Tree for eight days while we were filming that shit in the desert. You might recall me talking about that. The movie, Apache Junction. It comes out now, September 24th. Make sure you go check it out. Uh, Go ahead and take freeze frames when you see me in it. Send it to me. Go ahead and masturbate to it. I don't know what you're going to do. Check it out. Jarrett first movie, Apache Junction, September 24th. Test, test, test. Testies, testies. Here we go. Here we go. This is the Valley Boy. Yeah. I am your host, Dave Weasel. I'm doing this solo because Brandon is in Albuquerque in Colorado. Albuquerque shoving a cactus up his ass while a prostitute steals his wallet. And he's in Colorado shoving a ski pole up his ass. Basically, wherever he is, he's doing the stereotype of that town, city, state and putting it up his butt. And a prostitute, a hooker, a a sex worker, I don't say any of those terms disparagingly, but a sex worker steals his wallet. That really happened. If you're unfamiliar with that, just go back to the first episode. I think it was the first thing we ever talked about was a sex worker stealing his wallet. All right, let's get this shit over with. Um, Doing this alone feels pretty weird. I'm just yelling in the dark. I'm sitting in my house. I have a couple beers going. It's very odd talking to myself. Usually I do that in public. Get a lot of weird stares. I have my hands down my pants. I'm not allowed within 300 feet of a graveyard. Oh boy, this is going to be fun. Uh, Let's start off with the questions. Um, We had a couple people write us in. If you had to fight Jackie Chan or Jean-Claude Van Damme, who would you choose? Tristan from Victoria. Okay, great. I would choose Jean-Claude Van Damme. Only because I don't know how Jackie Chan is in these situations. At our old podcast network, High Studios, you can Google that fucking shit show. They had a ton of money from Chinese investors in the millions that they spent on a lavish mansion. If you recall, we referred to that place as the shit shack. We didn't end up getting paid one cent. They owe us thousands of dollars. That's fine. Jean-Claude Van Damme was in there one day. They were trying to recruit him to do a podcast. And I don't know if this is true or not, to be honest. This was just the word around the shit shack was that him and his son had recently reconnected. He's a grown man. Jean-Claude Van Damme was out of his life. They're going to capitalize on their reconnection by starting a podcast together. How cute. Jean-Claude Van Damme was in there one day eating popcorn. Dressed in old man shit. He looks very old, by the way. I mean, he is. He's in a lot better shape than I'll ever be. Even however old he is now. But he had his back turned to me. He was facing towards the pool table. I'm in the kitchen drinking all their booze. And he's wearing these, like, sweatpants. You know, he's he's eating popcorn. I could have easily smashed one of those giant vases over his head. You know what I mean? I could have taken him out. I don't think Jackie Chan would ever turn his back on someone like me. He'd take a look at me and be like, yo, you look like you have a, you look like your house smells like you have a pet raccoon. I'm not turning my back to you. Jean-Claude Van Damme didn't have those instincts. So if I had to choose one of the two, I'm going Jean-Claude Van Damme for that very reason. Next question. Patty. Patty, I know she's from Canada. This is all on Instagram, by the way. She said, if a centaur got pregnant... Would it be the human torso or the horse part? That is an excellent question. I feel like it's the horse part because the top half of the centaur, as we all know, is a human torso, human arms, human head. And if you go on uh, those dating apps, you know, Christian Mingle, stuff like that, it's all hand stuff. 20 dates in, maybe you get the mouth. Tinder, 
Hinge, Bumble. That's all for the fucking fuck on the first date.com redirects you to Bumble. The horse part is the part that gets pregnant. You know what I mean? That's where the genitals are. That's where that big old horse ass is. If you want to get a centaur pregnant, you got to move that horse tail out of the way. And that's the part that gets pregnant. I don't think it's gonna the baby's gonna grow in the belly of the human part. It's gonna be the part that you fuck. So my answer, thanks for asking, is the horse part. Next question. This will be the last one. I don't want to do these. Uh, Jarrett first says, "Why are you such a dinosaur-handed dandruff monster?" By Jarrett first, Los Angeles. All right, Jarrett. So Jarrett's one of my best friends. And the whole dinosaur hand Dave came from several years ago. You know, I'd carry these bags of shit around and I would hold it like a dinosaur. Like my, my, like my, my wrist is sort of bent. My fingers are like a velociraptor. I got these talons happening and I'm holding the little ropes of the bag, carrying around the bag of shit like it is a dirty diaper. And, uh, it looked like a dinosaur hand a little bit, and, and our friend Conrad would say, hey, look at that. It's dinosaur hand Dave, and it sort of stuck for the last six years. And earlier tonight, Jarrett called me up, and I answer the phone. I go, yo, what's up, dinosaur hand Jarrett? Because that's my new thing, projection. And he says, I was going to do something nice for you, but never mind. And he hung up. So... And the dandruff monster. So as you guys know, I got a bit. I got a bit of the spurgs. You know, I'm on that spectrum. No big deal. I do this thing when I get a little overstimulated, where my hands got to start flinching. And I tend to do it on wherever my hands are. But if if they're not on something, I, I default to the back of my head. And if my hair is getting a little shaggy, dandruff starts flying everywhere when I'm back there spurging, and it gets all over my shirt. And I didn't even realize that. Until one day, Jarrett says, he's dusting off my shirt, and he says, you got to stop spurging out, derping, when you got hair like this and wearing a black shirt. And it was one of the most profound statements of my life. I didn't realize that that was the case. I didn't realize that that's exactly what I'm doing. So why are you such a dinosaur-handed dandruff monster? Jarrett, I don't know. You guys should follow him. He's at Jarrett First, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-F-U-R-S-T. Anyways, let's move along. So what's going on this week? We had Norm MacDonald die. That is a real shame. That's not one of those, like, I'm not one to get behind all this celebrity death bullshit and people making it about themselves, you know? Whenever, like, uh, like a, th- a third-string background actor dies, everyone's like, oh, this is the worst day of my life. I can't believe this is happening to me. But Norm MacDonald, uh, you know, he's one of the best comedians ever. And he's Canadian. You know, he grew up in Quebec and in Ontario. And the one time I met him, I, I didn't know him, and he doesn't know me at all. But I did get to meet him one time, and he was extremely nice. Even to a young, young at the time, I was young at the time, comedian. He doesn't owe me anything, and he was just very encouraging, very nice. He was grinning from ear to ear the whole time, everyone he talked to. Like, he was the same person off stage as on stage, based in on my microscopic pinhole periscope view of him personally he was extremely nice but more importantly he was hilarious everything he did was so funny and he's got the best the absolute best fuck you i quit or you can't fire me because i quit even though they fired him he was fired from saturday night live because in the mid 90s he was doing that uh weekend update show and he wouldn't stop talking about oj simpson and making hilarious jokes about it and the network said, I don't know why they had such a big problem with it. Maybe someone high up was friends with OJ. You know? Maybe they had a stake in his, uh, they had some bet going that he was going to be acquitted. But Norm kept making all these jokes about him. And they said, Norm, you got to lay off that shit. And he said, fuck you. He kept making those jokes. These hilarious over the top. Feel free to Google it. Just Norm MacDonald, 
O.J. Simpson. I'm not going to bother paraphrasing any of it because it won't do it justice. Just do yourself a favor. Go down that rabbit hole. Norm MacDonald, O.J. Simpson, fucking hilarious. And then they ended up firing him because of that. And then a little time later, he ends up hosting the show. You know, he's doing promo for Dirty Work. So this is only a, a year or two later. He goes back on the show and he's hosting. And he said, hey, yeah, I was fired from this show. So one of two things happened. I either got funnier or this show sucks. <laughs> that is the ultimate fuck you. That is Norm MacDonald coming out on top. You got to respect that. I love that shit. Rest in peace, Norm. Norm MacDonald. He's not Norm to me. I don't know him. Uh, so what else happened? Nicki Minaj. Everyone's uh, talking about this bullshit. Nicki Minaj tweeted out some dumb shit about the vaccine. And everyone's like, this is a big deal. It's not. She's a fucking idiot. Okay? Like, great music if that's what you're into. Okay. But you shouldn't be looking to these people for political opinions. And it doesn't matter if you agree with them or disagree with them. Like, no one, no one in the public sphere has any kind of valid opinion one way or the other. You know? These aren't commentators. She's a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. Your hero, your artistic hero, whatever it is, music, movies, they're all idiots. Everyone's an idiot. I mean, she's a little bit bigger of an idiot. She tweeted out, for reference, uh, it was, My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Now, something to consider about that. At this point, we, the reader, this is fourth-hand information. Somebody told their friend who told their cousin who ended up tweeting it. Okay, this is how far down the fucking chain we're going here. And this is going against every single worldwide, every single health authority across the globe. And they're clinging to this fourth-hand information. Okay, so here's what I think really happened. Some dude in Trinidad was fucking and sucking around. His balls are swelling up. His pee-pee hurts. Fucks his girlfriend, fiance, whatever. Her pee-pee hurts now, too. And he says, the weirdest thing happened. I got that vaccine. That's why my balls are swelling. That's why it hurts when I pee. Feels like broken glass is coming out of my dick. It's the vaccine. And, you know, they all say the same thing. It turns your feet backwards or whatever the fuck it is. So he tells his friend who tells his cousin who tweets it out. Let's not get fucking too worked up about this shit, okay? It doesn't matter. She doesn't matter. The guy doesn't matter. The dude who's getting married who's not getting married anymore doesn't matter. Who the fuck cares? All right? Cool. Moving along. Two siblings charged in capital riot are asking for their GPS ankle monitors to be removed so one can give a water birth and the other can go hiking. Now, let's do some math. People don't like math. Well, people that want to get married and have children don't like math. But this woman is giving birth in October. And she was arrested at the riot. And she fucked at the riot. Okay? The math checks out. I sent it to NASA. They sent it back to me. And they said she fucked at the riot. That's how it goes. January 6th fucking leads to October baby. Now, I'm going to go ahead and deliver my own conspiracy theory. Okay? I think the brother who wants to go hiking is also the father. All right? That's not that far of a stretch. Look at these people. You know, I'm not going to get into what state they're from, but I'm willing to bet it's where incest has a high rate. You know, babies are being gold, born gold. They got a couple extra fingers. You know what? None of that's my problem. 
I say, fuck it. Do the water birth. Go hiking. Just don't be trying to overthrow the government, you know? All right. I don't know what the fuck else. Uh, oh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott outlaws abortions, but gives Texans right to choose not to get vaccinated. Jesus fucking Christ. It's like he's saying, I support my right to choose for you. They're letting women, like, are they letting women choose to get the vaccine? Or do they need written permission from, like, a husband or their dad or their boyfriend or, like, a male pet dog? You know? It's wild how a fucking virus can choose to multiply, but a woman can't in Texas. Now, I don't know why or how they managed to co-opt the phrase, my body, my choice. You know that? Like, it's like, oh, vaccine, my body, my choice. You don't like hearing that? It's uh, it's 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 kind of confusing. You know, it's like how the pro-police brutality people, you know, they mocked that whole, I can't breathe when George Floyd was murdered. Or, or when they say shit like, hate ha- has no place here, taking a left-wing ideology and referring to themselves not getting a vaccine, but they're aggressively hating anyone that isn't white, Christian, and conservative. And by the way, it's impossible to ban abortions. All they're doing is outlawing safe abortions, (laughs) okay? There are plenty of stairwells to be kicked down on the way up to a dollar store that has a five-pack of coat hangers, all right? You're not going to ban abortions. You're not going to eliminate them. You're just eliminating safe abortions, it's like Texas is trying to rob Florida of its title of the most backward state. You know? And then when asked about that, you know, what about what about the rape victims? What about rape victims? Do they have to carry the term? Abbott says that he's going to eliminate rapists. That's his new thing. I'm going to eliminate rapists. Now, I don't know how that's fucking possible other than to make rape legal. And technically, they're not a rapist, which at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. That's the only way you're going to eliminate rapists is to eliminate the term rape. But it's like I said before, whatever your feelings about abortion are, abortions are a lot like facial tattoos. It's okay not to like them. You know, and maybe you know somebody considering getting one a facial tattoo or an abortion and you ask them, Hey, have you thought this through? But no matter what your feelings are about it, it's really fucked up to make laws based around your personal beliefs on it. It's really simple. If you don't like facial tattoos or abortions, just don't get one. Yeah. All right. Let's read some ads. Find yourself ordering with DoorDash more than twice a month? In that case, let's talk about getting you signed up for Dash Pass, the easiest way to save money on what you're already eating. Dash Pass is a membership that offers unlimited $0 delivery fees from thousands of restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores. With, with your membership, you can save an average of 4 to $5 on each order you place for delivery or pickup. That means, on average, DashPass pays for itself when you order just twice a month. With over 18,000 restaurants eligible for DashPass, you may even find a new favorite restaurant. Flowers, pet supplies, groceries, DoorDash has so much more than just restaurants. Whatever you're using DoorDash for, additional savings await you with unlimited $0 delivery fees with DashPass. Try a free month of DashPass now and watch your savings add up. Start or stop your membership anytime 
after your free trial ends. If you're ready to save money on your DoorDash orders, DoorDash is offering a free month of Dash Pass right now. Stop spending money on delivery fees. Try Dash Pass from DoorDash right now for free. When you get zero delivery fees, you're free to get more because you can. Start your free month today. There's big news from my favorite home security company, Simply Safe. They just launched a brand new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report names the best home security system of 2021, just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. It's got an ultra-wide 140-degree field of view so you can keep watch over your entire yard. It's got 180p HD resolution with an 8x zoom. That means you can zoom in and clearly see things like license plates, critical evidence, faces, mailmen that come in and deliver the mail inside the house to your wife when she's alone drinking wine, knowing full well she's got a thing for very thick thighs and and calves from walking around delivering the mail all day you got that on video it has a built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day or night so you have your adult children over for dinner they excuse themselves to go to the backyard while you got a mouthful of easter ham they start plotting on how they're going to get their inheritance a little bit early you get to say nah because you got it all on video and can cut them right out of your will it's got an easy-to-remove rechargeable battery, so it doesn't need an outlet that can go anywhere on your property. This camera has it all, and it integrates your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means that every door, window, and room are protected, and now your property will be too. To learn more about this exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/valleyboys. That's S-I-M-P-L-I. S-A-F-E dot com slash Valley Boys. What's more is Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service for free when you enroll in the interactive monitoring. And again, that's simplysafe.com slash Valley Boys. I don't know if you guys know this, but two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. I am 36, and underneath this ball cap is a gorgeous, thick, glorious lock of hair because I use Keeps, all right? Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. It's got a convenient virtual doctor consultation and medications delivered straight to your door every three months so you don't even have to leave your house. More than 50 million of us guys in the U.S. will suffer some form of male pattern baldness, and there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both of them. All right? If you guys know me, you know this is my favorite part, the low cost. Treatments start at just 10 bucks a month. And Keeps offers generic versions. It comes in discreet packaging with proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Guys, prevention is key. Okay? So treatments can take four to six months to see results, so you better act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash valleyboys to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash valleyboys to get your first month free. keeps.com slash valleyboys. You know what's funny is I used to play in punk bands, you know, the punk rock music. And a big thing with that whole subculture is like, don't ever sell out. Those people sold out. And anyone that ever says that never has the option of selling out. You know, you get these musicians that say, oh, this band, they sold out. And it's like, yeah, they, they, they did things to appeal to a broader audience and maybe feed their fucking families. And these people are like, no, I'd rather they starve to death. And remain a shit band that nobody knows about and have that credit to them so I can brag about being a fan of theirs. Like, go fuck yourself.
Anyways, I, I, I bring that up because reading ads kind of feels like selling out, but at the same time, it's like, I, I'd like to get a, a paid for this. You know what I mean? I would do it for free, but nah, I wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't. I did that for too long. You know, like I said, I'm 36 years old. I'm a father. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool that people support this shit, you know, and you guys actually do go, if you're interested in those products, you go and, and, and support us. And that, that, that goes a long way. It really helps us. But I just, I hate the whole concept of like, ugh, I'd rather a band starve to death than anybody else enjoy their music. And I say band is a placeholder. It's really anything. But I mean, podcasts are all about the, like everybody does ads. You know, podcasts are heavily commercialized, and this is what we do. And I mean, you want to get at me about it? I don't give a fuck. I'd rather have a beer that's paid for than pay for it and deliver this shit to you for free and nobody else hears about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was fun playing in bands, though, I'll tell you that. Uh, The weird thing is, like... In Winnipeg, I was in this band called Senior Dinosaur, and we played our last show on Canada Day, which is July 1st. We didn't know it was our last show. And that's kind of a weird thing, you know? And it's we only broke up because I moved to the United States like pretty much right after that. And it was at the zoo. It was a it, it's an infamous punk rock club. I've talked about it before. Um it was like this Osborne Street Festival in Winnipeg, Canada Day. You know, they shut down the streets. There's bands playing, whatever. We were one of the bands. And the zoo hit us up to like, just so you guys know, you you got to keep it child friendly. And I joked and said, okay, we'll play a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> and we ended up playing the song called Fuck You, uh, where that's the only lyric. And looking back, I'm like, Jesus, that was stupid. You know, all these kids looking and laughing. And the venue owner pulling his the three hairs he has left in his head out. The bouncer laughing his ass off. He's not going to do anything. Eric James. You know, in the zoo is where I held a comedy night. That was where I did the... I hosted an open mic my first two, three years, two years into comedy. And it was shit. We actually had a fart night. A fart night. Where I tried to say, okay, everybody, you got to tell fart jokes. And we're going to have two microphones. One you speak into and one on a very small stand that points directly at your butt in case you want to rip an actual fart. And there was this girl who came. We did that twice, by the way. Uh, We did it twice. Spread out over a year. And this girl came out to the first one. She hadn't come out ever to one of these shows. And she came out expecting farts, you know. And none of the comedians actually fired into the microphone except for me. And she laughed pretty disappointed. Cool. And then we did it again a year later. And there she was again. Giving Fortnite a second chance. But, you know, same thing. No other comedians fired into the mic. I farted into both microphones. You know, but that wasn't enough for her. But I, I, you know, I'm thankful that I had had that sort of venue because it's a big venue, incredible sound system. I had a chance like that, and that was really how I cut my teeth coming up. You know, when I first started doing comedy, I was like, I lived. This was in Winnipeg, Canada, where there's not a lot going in or out of there. And the, the comedy scene was sort of like its own little bubble. They had their own comedians. They were doing their thing at this one or two places, you know. And so I, I, I tried to branch out a little bit, do my own thing, and they, oh, they didn't like that. I didn't give a fuck. And I'm doing it at the punk rock club and, and, and doing fart night and doing it for cheap and desecrated it all. But then, uh, you know, I started at the bottom and I'm still at the bottom, but in Los Angeles. So I don't know. We'll see how, uh, how people feel about that. 
All right, Jimmy, I can't answer the phone. I'm busy right now. What are you doing? I'm calling you because you repeatedly asked me to call into your podcast. I didn't ask you. I asked the group chat, and I asked Jarrett first by himself, and he said no. Okay, fine. Then I'll get off the podcast. No, no, no. no. Stick stick around. So this is James Cullen Brassic. <laughs> You're doing like the classic. Like, so for like a few weeks, I've been saying it'd be really hilarious to call people like, um, or like to blow up people and have them call me and be like, as soon as they answer, be like, what do you want? Why are you calling me? Yeah, you did that to me. You did that to me. I called you out of nowhere, and I said, I, I, I called you, literally, you hadn't contacted me at all, and I called you, and I said, Dave, what do you want? I, I, I'm really busy right now. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the, f-? I thought I butt-dialed you or something, because I was, I was lying in my bed <laughs> masturbating, and anything happens, you know? <laughs> but yeah, this is this is James Cullen Brassic. Uh, I actually just attended a movie premiere uh, for a movie that you produced. Uh, with yeah, with, I mean, I wouldn't say just. That was like over a month ago at this point. Okay, okay, okay. But in terms of like, we haven't released a, a brand new podcast in in a couple of weeks, so this oh, is so only the day after the movie premiere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. But yeah, that yeah. was that was a well night. Uh, what was? Tell us about the movie a little bit, Jim. Uh, the movie was called Death Rider in the House of Vampires, and it was directed by Glenn Danzig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who is at the, the premiere? The rock star who was at the premiere, and Glenn and I did a Q and A with myself, Glenn, Danny Trejo, and Julian Sands in front of the audience, and then we all had like a nice little after party. Dave was there. Dave, Dave was there in 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 in, in a cat shirt. Yeah, I was blocking the fire exits. Yeah, he was. He was. He was blocking the fire exits, making sure nobody leaves. Uh, and he uh, he also you know in the most Canadian way possible was just you know hitting people with hockey sticks. Yeah, well, um, you know what? That's what I do. I gotta say this though, Jim. Uh, when when the movie ended, and even before that, you were kind of emceeing the the movie theater, the premiere a little bit. And you you are very good with a microphone. Like you're a you're a very solid MC. You were funny. You were charming. <laughs> you were well spoken. Nothing like you are in real life. Yeah, exactly. I'm 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 good at the, putting on a show in front of other people, but but in real life, I'm pretty boring and 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 not funny. I wouldn't um, say I wouldn't say boring. You're you're you have a, quite a few nicknames within our group, and and I won't get into that. <laughs> but one nickname that I have for you is Date Stealing Jimmy. Do you recall that night about a year ago? Oh, I'm not getting into that. That's ridiculous. No, I we got to get into that a little bit. I did not steal your date. I'm not going to get into this. This is not a public <laughs> Jimmy, those those Amish girls that came ended up liking oh, you. We're not talking about Am- the Amish now. No, this is not happening. I was on a date myself that night. Yeah, and you came to mine with your date. Remember that, and I ended up paying okay, for. We're, a... we're, uh, uh, we're ending this whole oh God. This is not, uh, this is not okay. Okay, we podcast. won't. We won't talk about it. We'll see what the people say. They're gonna want to hear about these Amish girls, though, Jim. <laughs> so where do people find you online jimmy why do you know amish people i don't i don't this girl hit me up on instagram that's where i got all my I dates like, I'm, on, I, I'm amish what's up no she was from um we talked about it uh the last podcast i think actually just coincidentally but she she's from ohio or some shit and she had some guy paying her way through things you know her and her sister they got to move from the amish community down to la and he didn't pull out his dick for like three days and then she came out she 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 hit me up jesus christ you you met them didn't they tell you that story or were you just not listening you were on that date with that ufc fighter storytelling part like when i met up with you guys we were all just hanging out, doing shots of fucking tequila. Yeah, that I ended up paying for it. You put on my tab, remember that? And that's what put that place out of business. I did not. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Is this so, or is this you just arguing with me about stuff that happened almost a year and a half ago? Yeah, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not recording right now. We're just, uh, we're, we're rehashing between me and, me and Jim. <laughs> we're just having a conversation. Is you have me call just to talk to you about fucking random shit? I didn't. I, I I messaged the group chat. Who wants to do it? I didn't think anybody would call un, unprovoked. But yeah, this is this is cool. Uh, let's talk more about the Amish girls, though. So uh, I go out with these with this girl who brings her sister, and Jimmy's on a Dave, date Dave, Dave, with a Dave, UFC Dave. fighter. 
Dave. Dave. A female UFC fighter, to be clear. Dave. Yes, Jimmy. This is not the conversation we're having on a podcast. Ah, nobody listens to this. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> All right, Dave. Enjoy your solo podcast. I'm out. You All right, Jimmy, where do they find you online? Jim, where do they find what? you? Where do they find you online? <laughs> they don't. Goodbye. All right, I'll tell them. I'll tell them when you hang up. All right, so that was uh, that was a good friend of mine. His name is Honest James. If you don't know him, if you do know him, he goes by many other names that are the opposite of that. But he's James Cullen B on Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead and tell him that you followed him because of this podcast. Anyways, I didn't actually ask him specifically to call. I did, sort of. Yeah, I did. I did. I messaged the group chat. Uh, We're called the Squeeze Squad. If you follow me, you know about that. And he just called immediately. Oh, maybe I did message him. No. No, I messaged him about his cat. While I was talking to you guys, I was also looking on Instagram. And he posted his cat. And I had something to say about that. Okay, so now we got Jared calling. Jared, we just had Jimmy on. Jared, what's up? What's up, Dave? Hey, so uh, Jimmy just called and was talking shit about you. Oh, he was talking shit about me? Yeah, uh, because of the Death Rider movie. Um, So basically, me, Jimmy, and Jared are all part of this movie called Death Rider. I'm part of it because I went to see it. But those two ended up producing it. (laughs) Uh, But Jimmy... Jimmy was trying to say he's not date stealing Jimmy. He's trying to say that he he didn't put those shots Dave, on my Dave, tab with those Amish girls. You you showed up on one of my dates. Yeah, Jimmy said that recently. What the fuck is that about? When did I show up on one of your dates? You showed up on one of my dates when I was with Danny. No, 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 no. That are you talking about the tiki bar? Yeah. You were like, come to the tiki bar, so I went to the tiki bar, and then two weeks later, Jimmy's like, you showed up on Jared's date. You showed up on my date, bro. Because you told me to go there. Brother, I told you I was there. <laughs> yeah, okay, so if you say, come to the Tiki Bar, you can't be like, oh, no, Dave showed up on my fucking date. What? I said I was at the Tiki Bar. You invited me there. I wait, earlier in the day, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm at the Tiki Bar with this girl. <laughs> ah, well, I didn't mean to do that. Did you, did you end up, uh, how did it go after that? Fucking terrible, Dave. Thank you for asking. Ah, well, you're welcome. You know what? I think maybe I maybe I helped you dodge a bullet, but yeah, uh, that's I'm not date stealing, Dave, but I'm date no, ruining, you're not, Dave. You're not date stealing, Dave. Who who did uh, we shouldn't talk names? That's rude. Well, give me a name. Give me give me an initial. Well, I don't know who was date. Who who did he steal a date from? Oh, those Amish girls. So he was on a oh. date with that UFC fighter, a female one. And and I was on a date with this this Amish girl who brought her Amish sister, and then Jimmy came and then stole them. I mean, it's not hard to steal from you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I did ruin it by saying anything. Well, Jimmy might be fat, but like, you know, you're you're dinosaur hand like Dandruff, Dave. Yeah. So I already addressed that earlier um, when I was doing it solo. How you you referred to me as. I believe it was Dinosaur, Dinosaur, hand, Dinosaur hand, Dandruff, Dandruff Monster. Dandruff Monster, yes. And I explained the Dandruff, how it flakes everywhere because I derp. And I had that realization because you pointed it out. You were dusting me off out of utter disgust. And you said, you have to stop derping. <laughs> when you no, 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 I said you need to get head and shoulders so that when you derp, it's not disgusting. Yeah, well, you know what? I do use it. You, you sometimes you gotta derp, and I get that, man. Like, you know, no hate on you derping. You derp sometimes, but you need to get head and shoulders so that when you derp, <laughs> it's not disgusting. There's I... not a tornado of, of dandruff just <laughs> heading always, dude. I am disgusting, okay. I mean, we're, we're everyone who's listening is aware of that. Yes. But, but they're also disgusting. That's why they're listening. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even know why anyone's listening. You should have zero followers listening to this. I mean, this is this is utter trash. Have you ever like, even heard it? I'm on here, like, calling you. Like, I'm a little tipsy. That's the only reason I'm calling. I'm bored. I'm walking my dog. Like, I'm going to hang up on you when the dog walks over. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, 
shame on all of you who are actually listening to this. You spend hours out of your date listening to this trash. Yep, and they do, and they're happy about it, and you're confirming their bias. Uh, fun story about Jarrett. So if you recall, he was the one who took me out into the desert. Remember I said that there was a producer who tried to teach me how to do that, and I learned immediately that I absolutely cannot. So Jarrett was the one in the desert calling all the shots. But oh, you did a good job, man. You, you, you got us all that food. Yeah, that was what I was put in charge of, basically. was was uh, And I had to play three different people. As a background actor, I was the sexy marshal. I was were, there was nothing sexy. I was the sexy uh, looter. You're not the sexy. And I was the town drunk, but that was off camera. That was in that you're was a, I was just the Joshua drunk. Tree drunk. Accurate description of what you were. Yep, and I I remember uh, we had an Airbnb that that was full that you know we limited production budget. This is how it goes during COVID times, but we had to pile some. Uh, production assistance into our house, which is fine. And I got kicked out of the master bedroom where you were because I was snoring too loud and I had to sleep on the patio for eight days in the freezing I cold. My, I, I put my AirPod, my, my AirPods in, my noise-canceling AirPods in and still could hear you snoring over Taylor Swift's sweet serenades in the early morning. Yeah, I had one night and then Craven came in and was farting and snoring. And you yeah, laughed so at I. that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. So while I while I'm out there drinking excessively, so I, I wasn't waking up from the snoring. That's what I did too. I would pour an entire glass of whiskey <laughs> and go in the shower, and the PAs were like, "What the fuck is he doing? Just taking a shower whiskey." You're masturbating in the in the shower. I didn't masturbate at all. Uh, should we talk about that? Oh, yeah, Remember, I said were, I. Yeah, you, yeah, you were on your, like, hiatus because you wanted to actually be able to keep it up for a little bit. Right. And if you recall, I said I'm not going to masturbate at all, and you tried to encourage me to do that. And I said, what if a PA walks in? Do you care to share what you said about that? <laughs> okay, it's best if you don't. It's best if you don't. <laughs> Jared was very encouraging I masturbate regardless, even though I was sleeping in a common area. Um <laughs> I was not. I, I, none of this is true. Right. Yeah. Not encouraging in a, you should do it way, but in a funny, like, here's a funny thing to say way, but it was awesome watching you work. It's, it's crazy seeing that side of the production because I'm usually involved, uh, you know, in the before time in the, uh, pre-production where I don't have to work that hard. And you, you were busting balls, and, and it's it's hard being a producer on set because everybody hates you because you're the one who has to say no. Yeah, yeah, and everyone did hate me on that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, we're, we're really excited that it's coming out. The movie looks really good. It comes out, uh, I think it's September 24th, actually. So it comes out next week. Really? Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's called Apache Junction. Okay. And so for anyone listening, it's going to be available on VOD and streaming platforms and in theaters. Apache Junction, starring Stuart Townsend, Trace Adkins, Thomas Jane, and Scout Taylor Compton. And that's my, my shameless plug. Yeah, and they were all very easy to work with. Yes, absolutely. They're mm -hmm. all wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, you should definitely check that out. You can see me. I'm, I'm the sexy marshal. I am the sexy, sexy looter. Marshal. You were just a you were just a marshal, and then you were a nope, sexy marshal. I was the fat town drunk. You were uh, the fat town drunk. Mm -hmm. But that was I'm off sure. camera. You're in the trailer. I'm in the fucking trailer. Yeah. Ugh, I haven't seen it, but yeah, during the fight sequence. Wow, I'm very supportive of your friend's work, Dave. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I, I thought I already did watch it, but I only saw the first part of it. But you know what? I did. I bust, I busted my balls on that, and I was, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to see what it's like to produce because I know I could never, ever in a million years do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you, yeah. Here we are. Uh, let's talk about some uh, Jimmy, Honest James. He he wanted to be called Honest James on the podcast. Um. Is that Jimmy literally called me the other night and told me that he got kicked out of a bar, so he said fuck you to the bartender. The bartender slapped him, so he punched the bartender in the face. When I called him the next morning, and I was like, dude, that's ridiculous. Like, I'm fighting with the bar. You sounded like a drunk asshole. He was like, oh, none of that happened. I lied about all of that. 
Honest James. Yeah, I. It, you. What's Honest funny James. is I heard he punched a bartender too. Yeah, no, he's never punched a bartender in his life. I've known him since he was in ninth grade. Dude, dude loves to talk about how he punches bartenders. Mm. Shut the fuck up, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, what's funny is this will be the first podcast that you guys actually listen to. My own friends don't listen to this, um, which is hilarious. Speaking of friends supporting friends, uh, but. Let's talk some more shit about Jimmy and how he steals dates and how um, he ordered. Jimmy likes to order rounds of Don Julio for the boys, which is cool. Except for one time, it he ended up on my tab. Shots of uh, rounds of Don Julio for anyone who will take shots with us, right? Which is always much appreciated. I love free shots of Don Julio. Mm-hmm. I just don't like paying for it, and that's what ended up happening. Because it no, ended up on no. my tab, but that place went out of business, so. Mm. Which is very regrettable. Yes, that place was that. awesome. We'll see if they come back. Hope they do. <laughs> All right, Jared, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, go ahead and roast me a little bit. I'm going to take a drink and just hold the microphone to the phone and say whatever nasty, disgusting, disparaging secrets you can about me on the podcast. I made Dave look at my dick one time. Oh, he did. He did. He was waving it around. Even I held up a Swiffer trying to hold it away from me so I didn't have to see it. And then I still saw it in my peripheral vision, the flopping. Dave came over after Jimmy ditched me in the middle of nowhere, uh, drunk. And uh, I made him look at my dick. And then me and Brandon both made him look at our dicks. I don't think Brandon whipped it out, did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Brandon even touched my dick. Brandon, see, you know where he is right now is Colorado or Albuquerque, shoving a cactus up his ass while getting his wallet stolen. Brandon's by. the man, dude. Brandon, Brandon wasn't afraid to 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 feel feel me up a little bit. And I wasn't afraid to feel Brandon up a, a little bit. I'm glad you, know? you guys had that experience. Brothers in arms. I just i i wasn't i wasn't into that. You know, you were I kind I, of into it, Dave. You were looking. We all saw you. May I say what is? I heard a review. Of what it's like to date you, may I may I recite out you what heard I heard? A, you heard a review of what it's like to date me. Yep, I'm sure you've heard a ton of reviews about what it's like to date me at this y- point. Yes, but this was a really funny one. It's that you're very nice, except when you are telling that the girl you're dating that she's a six out of ten, <laughs> <laughs> that women aren't funny. And you're pulling your dick out for your friends. <laughs> Which, I was laughing myself to sleep for like three days after I heard that. Because I know you're just doing it to fuck with her. Listen, listen, listen. You're a six out of ten. Well, you're you're saying women aren't funny when she's being funny. As a joke. She's not funny. Women are funny. Oh, um, I'm just joking. I'm joking. She's hilarious. Right. Well, she doesn't listen to this anyway. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. She's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry. Thank you for calling and saving the podcast. Uh, yeah, thank you for letting me sign off because this is getting boring. I'm hanging it up now. Bye, Dave. All right, bye. So that was Jarrett first at J-A-R-R-E-T-T-F-U-R-S-T, as I said earlier. Uh, he is one of my best friends, even though, you know, he's a dick and I'm a dick and we're all dicks and he pulls out his dick. That was a real story. He forgot that he invited his date over. He forgot that he invited me over me and Brandon. We both went over there. We walk in there and he's drunk and he says, Hey Dave, look at my dick. And I look and there's his dick. And I said, what the fuck? Not in a me too kind of shit. Just in some boys will be boys shit. Boys will be boys to each other shit. And then he kept doing it. Even when his date arrived. <laughs> and that was the best. Holy shit. Okay, so now I'm drunk. The issue with doing podcasts by yourself is you can't really drink that much. But I've been stop and go. As you could tell by the... You'll be able to hear... When I push that space bar, you know what I mean? And I've been taking them sips between it all. 
Anyways, I'm going to go outside for a cigarette. Maybe we'll do one more phone call, and then that'll be the end of this shit episode. If you're still listening, wow, thank you. If you're still listening, text me 6699 to my Instagram as like a code that you listen this far and I'll send you like a, a code for something free, like a free download or a, if you're in LA, maybe if I don't know, something, something cool. Six, six, nine, nine. Hold on one second. I am done. This was horrible for me. I'm sure it was horrible for you. I'm not a solo podcast guy. I can't just sit in the dark and talk. It's harder than you think it is. I feel like my penis is going to fart. But anyways, you can catch us online at Valley Boys Pod or at Val. I don't even know. We're the little purple guys. Just search Valley Boys Podcast. I am at Dave Weasel. Jimmy, who you heard earlier, he's at James Cullen B. Jarrett First who has the Apache Junction movie you heard at the beginning. He's at Jarrett First, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-F-U-R-S-T. I am at Dave Weasel, but if you are if you made it this far, you already fucking know that. Ugh, fuck. I am drunk because every time I took a break, I would drink another beer, and it's one of these, like, 9% IPAs. I'm sitting here in the dark. The only thing in here with me is the fan. I feel like one of those registered perverts, you know? I should be breathing a lot heavier. I should be wearing a little bit less clothes or a little more silk. Holy shit. Thank you for listening. I'm out. Let's call Brandon. Let's see what he's masturbating to. He's probably got like a cactus up his... Hey, what's up? Oh, if it isn't the masturbator himself. Yeah. I'm, uh, he actually uh, caught me right when I'm on the pooper. Oh, okay. Well, I'm recording right now. I'm still doing that solo episode. Nice, dude. No, not nice. Not nice. You know who you know had to deal with? Jimmy and Jarrett. Yeah, what were they doing that you had to deal with? Well, like, they called in and they were being there. Jarrett was cool because Jarrett's awesome, but Jimmy. Oh, shitty Jimmy. (laughs) You said it, not me. All right, Brandon, uh, the people wanted to hear you say goodnight. Uh, Good night, everybody. Oh, God. Oh, he's taking a shit. Man, good thing you're not here to smell this. Where are you right now, Colorado? Yeah. You're still all the way out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working my way back to L.A. Uh, oh. You know what? I don't want to hear your moans while you're shitting because I, I can't tell the difference between you taking a shit and you getting your wallet stolen by a hooker. It's uh, it, it's uh, about the same experience, I feel like. All right, Brandon. Uh, Have a good night, buddy. You too, buddy. Yeah.